Today's episode of Shmi is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor.fm to be more specific. If you guys have not heard about Anchor, let me explain. First of all, it is the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free. F-R-E-E free. Prior to me moving the home base of Shmi to Anchor, I was paying more than $20 a month for a different service to send out the podcast to you guys and I was not seeing anything in return. I was literally being robbed. So with Anchor, unlike myself, who has thousands of dollars in equipment to record the podcast, you don't need any of that. All you need is a phone or a computer because there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit. Edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. The other services I was using were expecting 10,000 people to listen to an episode for me to get like three bucks. That is not the case with Anchor. You could have just your mom listen to your podcast and you can make some money if she listens a lot over and over again. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now back to the episode. Welcome back, you guys. You're listening to the Shmi Podcast. I am your host, Sam Pelissero, at Sam Pelissero on Instagram and at Shmi Podcast. Today, I am joined by the one and only... Karina Duffy. Hey, she's back three times. Third time. Yeah. Third time's a charm. Third time's a charm, baby. I'm very excited. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me back. I'm so happy to be Uh, here. Of course. I know. I mean, luckily, we've been able to see each other more than others have been yeah. During quarantine. Absolutely. Safely. We, we did a drive up meetup, which was really fun. That was so nice that to see you. Really you were nice. like one of the first people that I saw. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that was really enjoyable that like I've missed so much. I know. I know. <laughs> um, what else? We did my birthday party. Oh, that was so much fun. Oh um, my gosh. I got very intoxicated. You did. I didn't don't drink. So it was definitely like a. Um, you like. Get into another form. Yeah, I was like voguing. I was like, yes, yes, yeah. I've got literally a three-minute video. I'm reading this whole routine. I I was filming the entire time. You're like kickball change, kickball change, step one, two, kickball change, and you were on it though. I was. So one of the one of my most favorite gifts that Karina surprised me with was not only did she give me a box of goodies, and there were seven things in there, Mm -hmm. but she gave me. Three, seven balloons. And if you guys know, and you've heard our podcast episodes, if you're not, go back to listen to episode seven and episode 16. We have an obsession with the three numbers seven. Mm-hmm. In that seven, seven, seven continuous order. Jackpot, baby. And jackpot, lucky, <laughs> you know, she's so lucky. She's, she's a star. <laughs> but she cries. Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah. And which have you seen like the mess? Girl. Um, I ha- left my candle burning and I accidentally burned my gym down. I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, what? What the fuck just happened? What I do I just understand. watch? Her, I, I can't not follow her, though, because her her content is just, it's like. It's uh, did you see what happened the other day when she was out out of quarantine running around a park? I did. With a mask on. I'm like, what the my, fuck? My favorite thing that she does is her fashion shows. Oh. Her fashion shows, she uses her hallway or her <laughs> um 
her balcony outside of her yes, house as her yes. walkway and her young, gorgeous, by the way, boyfriend. Whose name is Sam. Whose name is Sam. And he's her like personal videographer and like hype man. Yeah, which is great. It's great to see a healthy it. relationship with her. But right. I'm sorry, but she ain't right. Her makeup crew ditched her very clearly. Her hair and makeup crew just And they did bounced. you see she has a gap now? What? So she, apparently, oh, she does. So apparently, oh, gotta love Britney though. Well, I mean, of course, but I didn't know this that she's always had a gap. Oh. But for her entire career, they they did bonding, so they just bonded the gap, and they didn't actually fix her teeth. So because she's been oh in quarantine, God. there's no she doesn't have to go anywhere to look a certain way. So she's just been chilling. So she has her natural teeth again, which is very interesting because you would assume that someone being the one of the biggest pop stars of all time. Yeah. But even in her heyday, that they didn't just say, here, we're going to throw some braces on you for about a week, straighten right. your teeth out and call it a day. That they just were bonding like the gap in her teeth teeth which is so so fascinating right that's so interesting yeah. i had no idea smiley cyrus they were, they gave her a whole new set of teeth oh yeah they they like yeah went all out on her um share it's like veneers but with britney spears she must share have... is a national treasure and nothing can ever happen to her <laughs> no 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 no, no. <laughs> she's 73 i know if she could turn back time <laughs> wait she was the first concert i ever saw Where'd you go? Where the f- hell was she? I I was I, I was very young. My mom took me. Wow. Yeah. I was like, what a great first Interesting. Concert. Huh, the more you know. The more you know. I'm actually working on a, sh- putting together a set list, actually, of songs written by Diane Warren. If you're not familiar with her, go look her up. She's amazing. And she actually wrote, um, If I Can Turn Back Time. <gasps> oh, wait, really? Yeah. The more you know. The more you know. Wow. So wow. I'd rather do songwriters rather than uh, yes. a highlight of an, a specific artist, no, especially totally. if they're still current and they're, yeah. you know, I don't want to be, I, I don't mind being a tribute mm-hmm. artist, but I feel mm-hmm. like also songwriters don't get the proper credit. Oh yeah. Fuck um, yeah. So, a lot of times they don't want it. And they don't want it. I mean, they get all, they get a lot of money. So yeah. They're, they're chill. They're just like, well. I used to have this idea <laughs> of Sam, get good at songwriting. Yes. Because then you can just live up with that. I mean, there's so many artists mm-hmm. and it's really fascinating to see artists try to go from being a, Essentially a ghostwriter, but they're not ghostwriting because they're not hiding who wrote the song. Sure, sure. They just don't want the publicity of it all. Sure. But sometimes it works in their favor when they do that at first and then they become a big mainstream That's artist. Like Sia. Sia. Mm-hmm. But other other I people like her. Bonnie Bonnie McKee. McGee? Bonnie McGee. She wrote most of the songs for Kesha, Britney Spears. She tried to have her own career and it flopped mm-hmm. because she just didn't have that. That oomph to be right, her own solo her own. performer. But she still writes songs to this day, mm-hmm. like most of Katy Perry's songs too. She writes most of Katy Perry's songs. Mm-hmm. The lead singer of One Republic, Ryan. Um... Oh, Ryan Fetter. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh yeah, he's another one. I listened to the Songland podcast. Oh okay, never heard of it. There's a TV show on NBC called Songland, and it's essentially a reality show for songwriters. Oh, apparently very good. I haven't watched the show yet, but the podcast, podcast is great. Is amazing, and Ryan. I listened to his episode recently, and mm-hmm. it was so fascinating to hear about his whole process and his whole story. Because One Republic, One Republic is a pretty relative band. They're oh, pretty, yeah. they're pretty oh, big. Yeah. But to know also that he had written EXO for Beyonce and Halo and I think. Halo, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. it's interesting how they all 
are intertwined with each mm-hmm, other. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, for that writing process, totally. he and Pharrell and Sia and Jay Z, they were all like in this massive mansion on an yes, island, and yes, Beyonce was just like, yes, with her dog, like strolling yep. through the halls, uh-huh, just like uh-huh, doing her thing. Uh-huh. And I'm like, could you imagine? Did you know that Sia's song "Alive" was originally first? Of all, it was written with her, Adele, and someone else. Oh, someone God. else was there. And it was originally being, it was originally wrote for Adele's yes. previous album that just you know came out, I think about five, four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. It was written for that album. And then after Adele had recorded the whole album, it just didn't, just didn't fit. And that was what inspired Sia to then release her second album called This Is Acting. Because all the songs all in that album were specifically wrote for another artist. They weren't mm. just songs that she wrote. So that's why it's called This Is Acting, because she wrote all those songs oh in the gosh. voice of someone else. Oh, that's cheap, so, Cheap yeah. Thrills, the reason why it popped off was because she wrote that for Rihanna. So uh, when you listen uh, to it- Okay, that you, makes sense. Yes. That makes Alive a lot was for of sense. Adele. Um, there's another one on there that was for Demi Lovato. So then you hear these songs and you're like, oh, she was writing for essentially that character. Correct. And so it's not yeah. Sia, and that's and that's why I love Sia. It's because one, oh, she's an amazing she's a singer, genius. amazing person, and she writes some of the best songs. She's genius, hands Absolutely down. Absolutely genius. Her album with a, a labyrinth. Oh my god! And, uh, uh, and L- no. Well, there's one song called LSD on, or is it? L- that is L- Yeah, that's the album. The album is LSD. Okay. Yeah, because it's okay. labyrinth, Sia, Sia. and I want to say did. I want to say Diplo too, but it doesn't sound right. That sounds too obvious. Look, look it up. up. Yeah, yeah, of course look right, it up. I gotta look it up. But the, the, the I one song. I want to say it's Diplo though. The one that song off the album, album is like. So good. But what's the one, what's the main single off the album? There's audio, um, Thunderclouds. Thund- there's, yeah, Thunderclouds. Um, Thunderclouds. That's it. It. I want to say it's called It's Time. Genius is my favorite by far. No, I love Thunderclouds. Um. That's my jam. It is Diplo, yeah. Okay, it is Diplo, yeah. yeah it is Diplo. And we it's just right. so funny that they went for that LSD theme. So all the music videos are, are those pastel colors. Yes, so cool. she's genius. So genius. Oh, God, I, I love know. her. Um, we- yeah, music. music. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we started talking about music. I love it. No, I'm so happy. We, we went from making fun of Britney Spears' gym burning down <laughs> to talking about music, which I fucking think is the coolest thing ever. Because uh, Britney's a, a national. She's the root of it all, really. <laughs> it's... What I do sometimes is I look back at old Britney Spears interviews when she was so much more laid back and yeah. not having gone through lots of trauma. Right. And it does make you sad. But then you also realize that what is unique about Britney Spears is even outside of all the fame, all of the fortune, all of the glamour, <laughs> all the glamour, all she ever really wanted was just to have a life with some kids and a husband. Oh, yeah. Ultimately, that's, that's all, all she wanted. she ever wanted. And that's what she's basically doing. She's basically in the mindset of, I just want to be left alone and do my thing, mm-hmm. make my weird Instagram videos, <laughs> um, not she, have to have another Las Vegas uh, residency, yeah. and just live happily ever after. I also think that she at the same time wants to stay super relevant because as they say in Hollywood, especially like if you're off the grid for two weeks or not present or mm-hmm. making headlines or being mm-hmm. talked about, you literally get forgotten about. That was like yeah. Justin Bieber. 
Yeah. Oh, I know. Like, everyone was like, Justin Bieber who? Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I forgot he existed. Which they still should, because he's still not a great person, but we won't get into that. (laughs) (laughs) Still not the best. Still not the best. But I think she's trying to, like, also stay relevant, because, like, you think about it, like, people give her so much crap for when she, like, shaved her head, and they, like, made, like, a whole Mm -hmm. big deal. But I'm like, you understand that she had a mental breakdown, because you understand, like, she was a product of a label from as young as, like, or I mean, yep. 14 mm-hmm. but even mm-hmm. earlier than mm-hmm. that from the the mickey mouse club yeah mm-hmm. she's a product of a of a culture yep. that wanted to build her into something mm-hmm. and they make a character out of you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like think mm-hmm. about all the famous pop stars they have a character name and pe- people get so stunned when they're like yeah. oh Katy perry's name isn't really Katy perry of course or, it's not you know lady gaga's name isn't Mm-hmm. really lady gaga <laughs> like no her parents didn't write that on the birth certificate yeah, sorry yeah. to disappoint you uh-huh. but like you realize that like the men you think about the mental toll and like once you're out in the public and mm-hmm. your name is out there your privacy is is permanently gone forever disintegrated because unfortunately gone you can't be upset about that that mm-hmm. comes with that's that, the risk that you it's take. the price the price you pay for fame that is 100%. It. And your mental health needs to be mm-hmm. the priority and you need to learn how to draw that line and put your foot down mm-hmm. of, no, I'm not doing that mm-hmm. because of mm-hmm. X, Y, Z. But they manipulate it. Obviously, it's a big yeah. control yeah. game too. I And that's what happened to her. And I feel like she literally has, has an identity crisis because she genuinely does not know who she is. Well, because... do you ever, do you ever hear the story that the hairdresser shared about like when that was going on? No, I didn't. She has gone out publicly and said... Britney Spears, she was very sound mind when she came in. Really? She wasn't acting crazy. She flat out said, I just want to start fresh. Yeah. She was, let me shave it all off myself because I want to shave it all off. And then, so, the, the, of course, the media just. Oh, no, no, they, yeah, they wore it, of course. And I see that as the whole, her, that was her Phoenix rising mm-hmm. moment where she had to kill herself off and die and come back. Mm hmm. Because that's just what all... I mean, I feel like at, at some point, everyone's ego needs to die. Absolutely. There has to be a point in your life where you need to just... I guess it's like a funny way to say it, but you know, file for bankruptcy. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Put a stop to everything that's going on. <laughs> Put a halt and a jolt and a cut it out. <laughs> and, and start new. Yeah. I remember, I think it was 50 Cent or mm. Gucci Man, one of those rappers, a couple years ago, <laughs> filed for bankruptcy, right? Yeah. And everyone all over social media was saying, oh my God, I'll just say it was 50 Cent. I don't know. You guys- We'll go with don't... it. If we're wrong, just correct this. Yeah, correct. So, uh, they were saying, oh my God, 50 <laughs> Cent is broke and et cetera, et cetera. And he came up publicly and said, no, 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 I'm not broke. He goes, I got money in the bank. But I'm filing for bankruptcy to put a stop to things that I no longer want to be in my life. Ooh. He goes, there's a lot of bi- okay. businesses that I'm aff- affiliated with and et cetera, et cetera, that I don't want to, to be part of. And the only way for me to get out now and not in 10 or 20 years when these contracts run out is just to file for bankruptcy. Yep. So I'm going to do it because I don't, who cares? Monetarily, that's just like the smartest thing to yeah, do. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, oh, that's his shaving head moment probably. That's a shaving head. <laughs> like, get it out. Get it out. <laughs> like, let me do it. Give me the buzzer. I will do Start it. Start fresh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit. Yeah. That makes so much sense, though. Mm-hmm. Well, on the topic of ego death, because that's a very spiritual term. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Uh, let's catch up spiritually. Okay, let's <laughs> do it. Because you are becoming my 
I guess not my the Shmi podcast spiritual uh, <laughs> advisor. I guess <laughs> because every time you come on, we just talk about the, there's always the, something funky the ooky, spooky, ooey topics. There's always something weird going, something on. going on. So since the last time we recorded, mm-hmm. uh, I have a new tattoo. <laughs> on my wrist (laughs) and it is 777 (laughs) and i got it as part of the shmi spirituality investigating documentary and what's so interesting about it is since i've had this tattoo i see 777 less often but really when i do see it it is in a more meaningful way Mm. where it is the universe telling me yet again you are on the right path because it, it'll always be because you know for a moment there yeah. i was seeing it all the time you and it was it getting everywhere. overwhelming to the point where i was doubting the believability of it because uh-huh. i really do believe in numerology i oh yeah 100 and i got to the point where i thought am i now looking for it am right. i looking for the sevens when i want to find the sevens right but then i got the tattoo inked into my skin for the rest of my life and <laughs> And forever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll live forever. 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 <laughs> if you can quote that, you win some Shmi bucks. I don't know. We're Shmi giving away, away Shmi bucks now. And so so I uh stopped seeing it after I got this tattooed. Mm-hmm. And then it started popping up recently again because I'm doing a lot of things I don't feel like doing. Thinking that, what's the point of this? And I'll see the seven. And I go, oh, no. Like, the universe saying, no, Sam, you're meant to be here. Mm-hmm. I was recently working on this project for work, and it sucked the house. It was the, one of the worst projects I've ever had to work on. And we're, like, out in the field, 80-degree days. My scalp got burned because I had to shave my head. And, oh, I was not wearing my hat. I'm so embarrassed. My hair is crazy. Oh, no. Damn, your hair is so short. What are you it's, talking about? No, it is fluffy and crazy. I forgot to wear my hat for the video. Anyway, it's continuing. Oh, God, I'm mortified. And so, <laughs> <laughs> I just realized I'm not wearing my you hat. You should see Sam's head. It's shaved. <laughs> and I meant to wear a hat because it's at that weird stage right now. And I'm not seeing the barber until next week. Anyways, continuing on with the story. And... We're at this at this house, yeah. and I'm so exhausted. It's like halfway through the day, mm-hmm. and I'm just thinking to myself, I just want to quit. I just want to quit. I want to quit. Fucking house number was seven seventy four or something. Mm-hmm. And then I like look over, and then the cop car that was with us for this shoot was cop car freaking seventy seven. What? So the house number was like seventy four, and then the cop car was seventy seven. I'm like, yeah, I'm in the right place over time. Okay, I'm meant yeah. to be here. I'm meant to be here. I went to the dentist, and I hate the dentist. Mm-hmm. I've always been judged at the dentist. I don't know why dentists just do not like me. They always <laughs> Sam, you have a beautiful smile. I, I they understand. always read me to filth. They always read me to filth, and I don't know why. I'm like, why are you coming for me? Yeah, I was just in your bathroom, and the the floss is like <laughs> overflowing. <laughs> I, yeah, out I know. The, I, out of the garbage. I take my gums very seriously. And, which is funny, because the dentist just on Friday said, you have great gums. And I said, thanks. Thanks. (laughs) But so I was just so scared to go to the dentist again, because every time I go there, I always feel so shitty. They're always, they always find something wrong. And they they found a couple things wrong, but we're not going to get into. But so, (laughs) they're getting fixed, don't worry. But this is the first experience where not only did I enjoy them, but they enjoyed me. They said, we want more patients like you, Sam. You're so positive. Like, you're the energy we need in here. And I so I sent you what I want about to share with the podcast. Yes, you but did. so I'm alone oh in the God, exam room. There's no teeth posters. There's no do you want Invisalign posters. There's none of that stuff on the walls. No, it's like just health me. The hazards. Nothing. Like, nothing. nothing. 
it's just me on the exam table and like the sink. And there's this, this plaque. Cause I guess the dentist loves golf and it's like one of his golf plaque awards or whatever it is. And let me pull it up. Cause I can't remember the exact phrasing and I want to get it right. But guys who had obviously had three summons in it. And so, uh, oh, it was so I'm sorry, your tan line, Sam. Did you put on sunscreen? I did. Okay. Oh, okay. My hair is crazy. My tan is crazy. <laughs> For those watching the video at home, you're like, yeah, Sam looking rough the house. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My tan's fading and peeling. So no, I did, but that's where my bathing that's, suit yes. cut off. Okay, listen. So funny. Well, I mean, look at that. <gasps> <laughs> I know. Anyways, okay. So the plaque says his name and it goes whole 17 on June 7th. 2017 7 7 7 what the hell and i know that was right because i was so apprehensive to go to the dentist and i was way overdue to go to the dentist right and i finally went and i felt like that was the universe saying sam yes you are supposed to freaking be here because he found some things that he's gonna fix in my mouth Mm -hmm. that were if i had waited any longer that i didn't know was going on would have been very detrimental to my health Nothing crazy, mm-hmm. just like a cavity or two that was like really bad, but it was like one of those micro cavities where you can't oh, really yeah. see it. So That's annoying. Uh, which is not like I'm getting like fixed. It's not a big deal. But he's like, if if this had gone on like a few more months, it would have been a root canal. Which then it could have been like a loss of a tooth. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta stop <laughs> eating so many gummies. I mean, I don't eat gummies, dentist. I only eat water. <laughs> you know, like like I'll tell you whatever you want to hear. Just fix my mouth. Just fix it, please. <laughs> fix my mouth is a weird sentence. <laughs> that was a- Fix my mouth. Fix my mouth. Fix my food hole. Oh, I hated what? everything about that. I hated myself so much. I hate. I'm sorry. I am. So- you made me wheeze laugh on, on the air. And that's the podcast of the day. Bye, guys. Musicians and mouth holes. I'll see you guys later. Oh, my God. We have to get back on track. Okay. What the hell is this episode about? Musicians and mouth holes. I'm dying. Okay. Oh, oh okay. me. Okay. We're supposed to be talking about psychics today, and we are. We haven't gotten there. Okay. So point is, so 777 has completely infiltrated my life, and oh, I'm Oof. now starting to see it again, which I'm really happy about because I missed you, Seven, and welcome back to my life. So, Karina, <laughs> yes. share with them what you will be getting. So, um, in it. Addition to, uh, I think I have a list of eleven or twelve tattoos that uh, I took some time throughout quarantine, like sketching out cool. and drawing out mm-hmm. and laying out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, any tattoo artists out there, <laughs> hit me up. Um, I'm looking. So, um, one of them, in addition to those, will be a seven seven seven. So cool to match Sam. I don't so cool. know exactly where. I think I'm gonna put it on mm-hmm. my wrist. Mm-hmm. here because i have mm-hmm. a plus sign the positivity which is actually the first tattoo i ever got mm-hmm. and this has actually become a very symbolic tattoo cool changing meanings as time has gone on it's mm-hmm. it's it's taken on a lot of different meanings cool mm-hmm. so i think that's an appropriate spot mm-hmm. because and also i think for me i don't know if anyone else out there is like this but whenever i discuss like tattoos or potential tattoo ideas um they say like when you're talking about the tattoo idea out loud and your first instinctive spot that you point to or wherever, that's normally where you end up getting it. Cause it's cool. like intuitively where yes. you just mm-hmm. like automatically. Yeah. You're, you're like connected to mm-hmm. that spot. Mm-hmm. 
like whenever I was talking about, so this is like a small plus sign. You literally. I, I couldn't even zoom in on that. Like, you couldn't even zoom in on this, but it's literally in the corner of my wrist. Mm -hmm. And that was just the place that I always would point to. Cool. So I think that's where I'm going to get mine, but I definitely mm -hmm. wanted to get that for Sam because it was a continuous um, theme. Mm -hmm. And it just, every time Sam would see 777, he would send me a picture of it. And anytime I would see 777, I would text it to you. I think yeah. I was in New York City with one of my girlfriends and we were going to see... Oh, we were going to see Jessica Vosk in Sarah Bareilles. Like, freaking love two of them. Oh God, she's <laughs> her final performance of oh. "No Good Deed Goes Unpunished" and "Wicked," and it's like obviously on bootleg on YouTube. Oh, yeah. But the way, ah, uh, those riffs, riff. She, she's like the riff queen. She's her voice is actually insane. She's giving online voice lessons as well. Yes, starting yeah. in June. And uh -huh. I Amazing. I want cool. to take one with her so badly. Cool. Um, but she um. We, so we were in the city to go see yes, Jessica mm -hmm. and we were walking on the street and the transit buses were parked on the side of the street. Oh, I remember this. I'm getting chills already thinking about and it. I remember this. there were three sevens. Literally, the two, there was two sevens on the back of one butt on the uh -huh. bus and then there was a seven in the top right hand corner and then one on the side. This bus was like covered in sevens and I stopped in my tracks and my girlfriend just kept walking forward and she's like, I think she's in the middle of telling me something and I was just not next to her after a certain minute. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, what are you doing? And I was uh -huh. like, I'm just like, my mom's so like many. frazzled. Yeah. I'm like, I yeah. gotta take a picture yeah. and send yeah. it to Sam yeah. because this is like, we were just talking about mm -hmm. you or you had come up mm -hmm. a conversation mm -hmm. and you and I were talking and the, the 777 yeah. popped up. But yeah. anywhere I see that mm -hmm. and I don't. But it's always a good time. It's always a good time. Yeah, yeah. Like when I went on my work trip, my flight was Boeing 777. yeah. And then the taxi service outside of the hotel was, it ended with seven. Oh, no, it was like taxi service, 777. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even a phone number. It was a literal, like, that was like the three numbers for that taxi service. Mm -hmm. And when I had started my business branding and I'd chosen a Google phone, like, you can do like a Google voice, like a phone number. Mm -hmm. And I, like, for some reason, I needed to keep it consistent and have three sevens in the number. I had to. need to. Like, I whether you force to. it in or not, like, I'm like, you know, it gave you the options, it. and I was like, that was the only one that had three sevens in it. So I was like, uh -huh. I'm just going to take that cool. one. Cool. <laughs> well, my friend sent me this on her way down to Florida the other day. What is this? Oh, my God. That is a lot. So many sevens. That is it's so a many billboard, sevens. and I, I don't know what the first three numbers are because they're blocked, but it, the last, uh, what is that, seven? Oh. <gasps> oh, oh, oh. I just realized <laughs> it's seven sevens. <laughs> It's something something zero seven 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 seven. Yikes! And she Ooh, and, and she I just goes. Got chills. <laughs> I know. She goes, Sam. I feel like feel like I'm in danger today. I keep seeing sevens, and I said, No, that's a good thing. That means you're on the right path. She goes, Good, because we're driving down to Florida right now. Oh, and then they lost. Oh yeah. So then that was halfway through their trip. Shout yeah. out to Carolyn and Mike yet again. Hey. This was the Wi-Fi code for their room. <gasps> Their Wi-Fi code was Stop! 7777. What the hell? My friend Julie just bought a house. There's two sevens in the address. Oh, weird. And she's a new 777 believer from the podcast. So since she's seen that, she goes, oh my God, our apartment number is seven. She was like, all these other sevens are in her life. And it's because she's on the right path. Guys. Follow the sevens. Follow the sevens. Don't follow the sixes. Don't follow the eights. Follow the sevens. Oh, how's your mug, by the way? 
Oh, it's great. Oh, it's at, it's, it's at work. I keep it at work I to like keep it. it positive. And I discovered the heart you drew on the bottom the other day because I put it in the dishwasher and I was like, oh, there's a heart on the bottom. I drew all of them. I know, guys. She got me a, I mean, one of the seven gifts was a coffee mug and she wrote sevens all over it. And it's so colorful and I love it. Good. Uh, so is it time for, it is time for a little break. We'll be right back after this message from our sponsor. And we are back. <laughs> I think it's time to discuss a topic uh-huh. that I'm very intrigued to share our opinions on. Mm-hmm. Going off of psychics. Yes. There is a psychic who passed away in 1995, but she was known for predicting a lot of things that have now come to fruition. So, Karina and listeners, there was a blind psychic named Baba Vega from, I don't know how to say this country, Dimitrova, from back when the Ottoman Empire existed. And she has a very interesting interesting history to herself, which I'll get into. But one of her predictions, and this will give you guys chills, it's a double prediction. She said, the 45th president of the United States will die of a mysterious disease that affects his lungs. That's coronavirus. And the 45th president will be the last president of the United States of America. I don't know what that means. What the hell is going to happen? 2020 is already been such a damn mess. All right, so let me go into okay, let's, yeah, Miss, let's get rolling here. Miss Baba. Miss Baba. All right, so this is, I mean, her her history is actually very interesting. So this is what the little um, article that I found said about her. So Baba led an ordinary life until the age of 12, where she mysteriously lost her eyesight during a massive storm described as a freak tornado. So as I've talked about in the podcast before with my mom, episode, I think 17, Horrors of the Hospital, they say... <laughs> People who have the uh, psychic abilities, they open that third eye Mm -hmm. from a traumatic incident. So I always say that my psychic abilities came after my car accident when I was 18 because my soul literally left my body. Mm-hmm. I was in a white space, like another astral plane, and there was another person who I'm assuming was like my guardian angel, and they said, you're not dead yet, you're not dead yet. But I always oh, saw that as a God. big shift in who I was. Right. And I never had that intuition before then. And then as I got older, I realized that this I had this, this ability, and I think it was because it was from that car accident. Right. So I believe that she went blind, and another sense one of her senses had to heighten and it was her third eye. So, cause she couldn't Yikes. see, but she Grip could see like what? Oh, okay. You know what oh, I mean? Interesting. Yeah. Yes, okay. Right? That is so weird. Um, and it was really crazy is that you know, she was flung into the air and thrown to the, to the ground, like from this tornado, like the tornado, like attacked her basically. Um, and, and they said, you know, they reportedly found her close to death several days later Several days? days later, with her eyes, you know, injured and sealed shut, encrusted with a thick layer of dirt and dust. Oh. So later, she then began to experience her first vision, and she it was she was missing and believed that she had been instilled with with this ability to heal people and predict the future. So some of her predictions that she predicted prior to her death in 1995 
was Brexit. So she had this prediction that Europe will cease to exist by 2017. Oh, interesting. And Brexit was a huge thing in 2017. 2017. And the thing is with psychics, they see symbols, they see numbers, they hear words. And so they they'd always try to piece it together in a, in, in a way that's understandable mm-hmm. and palatable. So I'm sure she was she probably saw Europe. She probably saw like something breaking. She probably saw like the fall, like falling apart. Right. And she put it put it together as Europe will cease to exist. But what it really was was the UK will cease to exist of what it was, <laughs> which is a huge you know chunk of Europe. Uh-huh. Um uh-huh. she had a vision that the 44th US president would be black. And it no was shit. Did she really? Yeah. 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 What? Um in 1989, she claimed that the American brethren will fall after being attacked by steel birds and innocent blood will be gushing. And some believe that that was her predicting 9-11. Steel birds, airplanes. And oh, what's interesting is Nostradamus wow. yes. had the same prediction of steel birds flying into like, like into like the kingdom's towers or something like that. Yeah. Oh, shit. Very interesting, right? Whoa. Uh, and then this one's very bizarre. No but, way. Um, and it is kind of scary, though. It says World War III um, will happen and Russia will not only survive, it will dominate the world. And at the same time, China will surpass the U.S. as, like, the superpower of the world. Like, like they will be, like, that elite Shit. country surpassing us. Right. And... That was in 1995. Granted, you know, the our history with Russia and China is, it goes way further back Absolutely. than what's happening today. Absolutely. But it is kind of scary to know that as of right now in 2020, China and Russia are huge players in our everyday lives mm-hmm. from either the coronavirus, just even economic reasons. So... That's there's wild. some parts I do believe about it, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's other parts that I'm wondering, okay, you know, that's kind of grasping for straws. Like, of course, the Russia and China being two major, Massive. of course, it's going to be one of those two if it were to happen. Yeah. It's not going to be Australia. No, you know yeah, I mean? they're, they're chilling. They're doing their own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're, I, we're, we're not, we're not fucking with Australia. Mm-hmm. They want nothing to do with us. But her whole idea of the fact that the 45th president will be infected by a mysterious unknown disease well, wasn't his chauffeur uh positive yeah i don't know but six of his employees as of yesterday have tested positive right it's i mean it's i i believe he's gonna get it like i truly believe he's gonna get it and whether he or he already has and had he it has it and, and he's most susceptible how yeah, old is he 70 something yeah Boy, God. I know, I, just, I know. It's it's gonna last. Some, someone do something about this, please. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Vote in November. Yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah. we need to do. <laughs> well, it's crazy with the voter suppression Jesus. happening in uh, Nebraska right now. Oh, did you see that? It, it, they went from thirty nine hundred polling places to two hundred in one of the counties wow. that, that has one polling place for over six hundred thousand people, mostly black people. Of course, voter suppression one hundred and one, right there. Voter suppression one hundred and one. I mean, you yeah. saw what was happening in Georgia. 
Oh yeah, with 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 a with a breaking, and they had one. They had one pole, not not pulling place. They had one single pole. And suddenly, the day of voting, everything suddenly doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, bullshit. You can scan my face on my fucking uh-huh, cell phone, uh-huh, and you uh-huh, can't tell uh-huh. me that a pole. You yeah. make sure all the casinos in the damn in Las Vegas in Las Vegas work. Yep, like you make sure everything else works. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a little uh, a little too close mm-hmm. for coincidence, mm-hmm. if you ask me. I know, but. In this case, mm-hmm. talking about psychics, I've heard so many times: if Definitely psychics are real, if they are, if they do, if they can do what they say they can do, why didn't they see any of this coming? Why didn't they warn us? Why wasn't there a cult of psychics who said, "Do not vote for for Donald Trump because of X, Y, and Z"? The coronavirus is coming. Sell your stocks now. And I have a really good friend, Gina, who is a psychic. Check out me uh, investigate spirituality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spoke to her about this about a, a month and a half ago, and she said there's something about the timeline that doesn't make sense to me and my other friends who have psychic abilities. We do feel like something has completely shifted our timeline as oh, as really? a universe almost, where something disrupted and the coronavirus was not supposed to happen, and and it was supposed to impact the world like it is. But she said, but it almost feels like it. The reason why we no, none of us saw it, quote unquote, coming, right, is because. It was going to happen because they all felt in unison that the world needs a reset. Mm-hmm. And this is our chance to yes, have a reset. Absolutely. Whether I think it needed to happen. It needed to happen. I mean, we, we saw the impact on the environment and mm-hmm. in, in, in the few months of quarantine. We saw it before it even came over here. It, yeah. You know, the in impacts Italy in Italy and, and Spain. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, it was cur- mm-hmm. it was wild to mm-hmm. see. In China, too. Mm-hmm. The, the smog levels were, you know. And I've, I've always thought that even before COVID happened, that something had to give because I, so I, I love New York City. Mm-hmm. I love big cities. New York City mm-hmm. is right here. I mm-hmm. love it dear to my mm-hmm. heart. However, I never could live there personally. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I could, but just going to visit, I just give so much credit to all those people who do live in New York City and mm-hmm. the way they keep themselves as clean as they can and clean as yeah. they do because mm-hmm. when you go into New York City, you the air just feels... It's true. I know. Thick yeah. and mm-hmm. dirty. And like you mm-hmm. look on the ground and mm-hmm. there's ger- the germs that you can just see mm-hmm. between the you know the unfortunate homelessness that's mm-hmm. happening and, and they're going to the bathroom literally on the streets mm-hmm. because there's nowhere else for them to go. Mm-hmm. And then in the summer, in the heat, and then everyone touching and coughing and the germs that are just in I the know. air. And the air physically, like, it feels it, Yes, thick. I know. Like, you could cut it with a knife. Like, the second you get off the train or the ferry from being there. It's have a- you ever blown your nose and actually, like, this is disgusting, but, like, really and, like, looked at it. It's dirt. Next time you go to New York City or any major city where there's a lot of pollution, go home. Don't blow your nose the entire time that you're in the city. Or even if you are there and you're there for like a decent amount of time, come home, blow your nose and tell me what you see. Because wow. ah, it's disgusting. Don't touch it. But I'm just saying <laughs> to look at it. Don't like mess with it. But Interesting. I so I forget who it was that pointed it out to me. But then I just now every time I go to the city and I come home and I blow my nose. And like if you look, it, it's black and it's dirty. Like the stuff that it goes Never it's in your system. It's just like yikes. Yeah. I believe it. But like I've always thought like this cannot be going on for mm-hmm. much longer. There's mm-hmm. no way mm-hmm. that there's not a a global and because New York City is is a, a hot spot for it's yeah. internet, it's an international hot spot. Yeah. People are coming in from all over the mm-hmm. world for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. 
and bringing germs and whatever. And it's just so hard to keep track of Mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know what I mean? So this, and New York City was the epicenter in in the U.S. So there it is, you know, but some, I was like, there's no way we can continue living like this in such close quarters, Mm -hmm. in such close proximity to each Mm -hmm. other without a global like pandemic happening pandemic and happening we're, we're, yeah this I is know. just insane mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's no way and it's, and it's it, so dirty how has it not happened did yet? you see what came out today about arizona arizona I didn't. No, the state of arizona has surpassed the worldwide rate of daily cases arizona surpassed countries countries it surpassed spain one little state in America. I mean, I'm not little, but you know what I mean. Arizona. Arizona is like huge. But the fact that all that nature. And, but the fact that one of our one of our states has surpassed an mm. entire fucking country, and it's one of the states that has always had issues with people keeping on their masks and people social yes. distancing Them because it's a Republican state. So they're all thinking that they're fine. Also, <laughs> um, fact, you're not. <laughs> I watched a interview, like a, a like a a quick interview of this guy being interviewed at the uh, Tulsa rally. He literally looks oh, in the camera, <laughs> and the interview the the um, news guy asks him, uh, "Why are you, are you not wearing a mask? Aren't you afraid about coronavirus?" He goes, "Well, to be honest, I have a friend who died of coronavirus, and his son is still in the hospital on a ventilator." But I still don't know if I believe in it. And, you know, who who knows, like, what's really going on. So I feel comfortable not wearing a mask. Palm to forehead. Literally. <laughs> what? Li- I'm like, dude, you what? just said one you of your friends kidding? that you personally know just died of coronavirus. And his son is still in the hospital on a ventilator. And you're going to say that you still that don't know if it's real or not. Or, or like, what? Like, oh, my God. <sighs> Yeah. Y'all. Natural but, selection, honestly, just I know. At but, this point with people mm-hmm. like that, just but, have, I don't know. I, I know. Really I mean, know. and it, it's just so going back to the psychic thing. It's common sense. <laughs> I know. I know. But so back to the psychic thing is so they didn't see this coming. All right. Like the psychics didn't see this shit coming, but they're saying this is all meant to happen. That like what is happening right now is meant to happen because this is our chance as a society to fix what is broken. None of our systems were working. None of our systems are working. Our administration sucks the house and we need change. This has been so evident more than ever that we need change. Mm -hmm. And we are so many things have future. been proven. So many things have been proven to have not worked, and this put it to the test. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like forty hour work week. Hello? No. What no. The fuck? Does not work. Does never, not work. It never did. Never work. did exactly. It, it was it some weird contract work. that like came up in like the thirties and the forties during Wall Street. Everyone was basing those crazy Wall Street hours on their own businesses. That the, that format doesn't work for every industry and no, every no. every job. No. Certain jobs, absolutely, one hundred percent. If you've got forty hours of work. To, to do, do. You can fit it within that framework yes. of nine to five, whatever your system is. Or even is. the office, going into the office. That, I just... think more so that than anything else. Yeah. Obviously, you want to work mm-hmm. as much as possible. You know, yeah. What you put in is what yeah. you get out. Exactly. So I think, actually, to mm-hmm. correct myself, yeah, I think it's 
the, more the, so going to the office yeah. every day. I knew what you meant. Yeah. Trust, trust that I can do my work from home. Yeah. Like, I yeah. just... I mean, most big companies, Twitter... If I don't Twitter, need to be there, I... Yeah, exactly. Twitter said that the all their employees from here on out to the end of time do not ever have to work in the office ever again as long as they're getting their job done. As long as we get the work done, like, yeah. is that the point? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why do you need to monitor me? Like, exactly. I don't and, and it's not even so much about monitoring. And micromanage it's, it, in a physical that's what space. It is. Like, that's there's about, no it, need for They that. want to micromanage and they want to feel like they are in control of you control that their that their nails are in your back at all times because of it it's an insecurity thing but my thing is if your employees are happy they're never gonna freaking leave you right exactly if if you get if you if you show your employees right if you show your employees i trust you to go home and do the work i'm paying you to do then they're gonna trust you to give them freedom to work from home and do the work that you pay them to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what they, and that's what's wild too because now that everyone's got this free time to be home, that's why the protests and everything mm-hmm. have been so prominent and so mass exactly. in numbers. Exactly, and I love it. I fucking love oh, it. I'm, I am all about, you know what? Burn it all down. It wasn't working, never was working. We were pretending it was working. So let's start over. Let's right let's Britney Spears shave, shave the, the head, head off <laughs> off of America and let's fucking start over. Really? Because you though? know what? Every time I see a statue getting pulled down, I'm like, yes. Every single time I see another 3,000 person protest, I'm like, yes. Every single time mm-hmm. I see- Doing it for the greater good. We're not doing exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and obviously protesting peacefully was not fucking getting us anywhere. No. They want you to be quiet. And not only that, but the fact that the media is no longer covering the protests because they're all peaceful. They were only ever covering the looting and the crimes. And now... Because the news has always been a negative outlet. There's never been good news. But what is... I just talked about this with with Nick on the previous podcast. Exactly, yeah. They want to instill fear. Exactly. But yeah, so the point is, let's Britney Spears America. Let's work, bitch. Let's work, bitch. (laughs) Let's hold it against me. (laughs) And let's get rid of the toxic environment. (laughs) And stop being a slave for you, America. It's fucking circus. And not be a circus. And uh, let's get lucky. And, and hit a baby one more time. Yeah, yeah. Let's just do you know, it. Yeah. And not and do not oops we did it again. Yeah, oh yeah, well, let's no, please. No, no. <laughs> We're so that was amazing. That was, How many songs was that? I think like a 30. <laughs> <laughs> so I was gonna say that was seven Her songs. Her whole discography was just spilled out on the podcast. <laughs> did you okay, so on a funny note, <laughs> did you see that there was so much pressure by the Britney Spears fan base to release one of her unreleased songs from her last album? And then, because uh, I guess it was one of those bonus tracks that uh. never was on the actual album kind of thing. Like maybe it was it's only like, put on the deluxe. On the deluxe, or maybe yeah. it was like one of those like, oh, this is like the the. J- Japan version of the oh, album. Yeah. You know how they do that? Yeah. So the fan base, there was a song called Mood Ring. And for oh. years, mind you, her last al- album came out in 2016. Oh, so since it. 2016, I guess everyone has just illegally downloaded this song called Mood Ring. And it's really not okay. that good. I gotta find it. But they Shit. um they pressured the like the label on Britney Spears for the four-year anniversary of Glory Hole. I, I, I like to call it Glory Hole, it's just called Glory. <laughs> but Glory to put out the song. And so they put it out, but you're going to crack up. Are you ready for this? Which uh, this I do not understand about. This part makes no... Glory hole. Are you ready for this shit? (laughs) (laughs) 
What is wrong with me? Um, so Glory by Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. You go all the way to the bottom. So they put it on as like the final track, but look what's next to it. Wait a second. Look all the way at the bottom of the track list. Oh, wait. Do you see? No. <laughs> Do you see? Wait, you don't see right here. Oh. Oh. Yeah. By demand. In parentheses, they put moodering. By demand. By demand. Because they want. I was like, honestly looking for a bunch of sevens. Not even oh, lie to you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, by yeah. demand. Yeah, by demand. I'm like, why do they need to do that? <laughs> so now there's all these memes all over gay Twitter about, you know, things by demand. Oh, that's Just, what that is. Yes. You're oh seeing my that. God, yeah. Because so, it makes that. no sense. Oh, my God. It's almost as if the, the record company is trying to shame these fans for for getting them to put it on (laughs) we did this but only by demand only by demand we just decided to release because you are all just so relentless yeah yeah how oh and they changed the album art too they saw that (laughs) yeah yeah. i don't know why i was like what was wrong with the other album art they like made her like like find another photo from like the original photo shoot a couple years ago such a great I thought I saw this, and I was like, "That's not the original." No, it's it's supposed to be her face, and now she's half naked, covered in chains on on a beach. Not even no, she's in like a desert. So <laughs> AKA weird. a studio with a green screen. Yeah, well, hundred percent. But yeah, so that is the Britney Spears update by demand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I want to mention, there's this thing called um, when you're born with a veil, it means you're psychic. Wait, tell me about my, this. Okay, so my grandma, so my. Mom told me about this. It's I think it skipped a generation because my grandma and I are very similar. My mom and I are also very similar, but for different reasons. So my grandma and I, it's like my grandma and I have are the same shoe size. And she always was in fashion, always in beauty. That's something that we always bonded over. And she's always told me, don't ever like let a man do anything for you. And, I was okay. like, and my mom too. My mom always told me this too. But it's crazy because my grandmother always had like a very strong intuition and always just like went seven steps Mm -hmm. ahead of the game was always involved with politics was always Mm -hmm. working constantly involved with organizations Mm -hmm. and things like that Mm -hmm. always ruffling people's feathers because Mm -hmm. she's a bad bitch Mm -hmm. so um and it's weird we are the same shoe size Mm -hmm. so she has over 50 pairs of heels in her closet and that's just in her closet what she has a whole storage unit full of high heels and i have a bunch of them they're great they're awesome they're, and they're beautiful they're wow. like stunning like every time she would go to macy's she would come home with a wow <laughs> and we're the same exact shoe size she wow. wanted to give them to my mom but they're coming to me Amazing. so she was born with a veil quote unquote so the definition of being like born with a veil quote unquote my mom explained this to me um it it's that the baby it means you're like born with like special powers it's a phenomenon this phenomenon happens when the fetus is born with an amniotic sac intact this allows for the delivery to be easier and causes less bruising um for the baby and mother a veiled birth occurs when a child is born and has a portion of the birth membrane remaining around its head and face also known as the call the strange and rare occurrence appears only in one out of every eighty thousand births and a newborn with a call was and still is thought to have a special talent and amazing power and is therefore held in high esteem among many cultures throughout history. Call bearers often have psychic and other supernatural abilities, such as seeing ghosts and foretelling the future. So, okay. Ooh. Yeah. I wasn't born with it, from what I understand. I was born with a mohawk, so that's like as close <laughs> as it's going to get. But my gra- <laughs> True. Um, but my grandma was born literally with the... And she would always say, like, when I was younger, she's like, we're going to go into another civil war. 
Like, she's been saying this for years. What the hell? And it's wild because she supports Donald Trump, like, strong. Yeah, you um, you tell me this. I mean, it, you know, it's a lot of that generation. So, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah, so it's weird that she was like, oh, yeah, we're going to go into the Civil War. And my mom has always told me, like, she's like, it's the similarity between you and your grandmother. It's just, I don't have this, but you guys have very strong intuitions. I've noticed it from when you were very little. Gammy was my gammy she was born with quote unquote with the veil you she's like you weren't from what i remember but you both have very strong intuitions and in that you both are very in tune with your gut and your intuition and she's like my, my mom's so funny she she said it to me recently she's like every time i like try to you know because you're an adult and you make your own decisions and you know obviously as your mom i try and guide you and tell you you know your father and i we try and you know (laughs) guide you and you but you do you end up doing your own Mm -hmm. thing but you know what's best for you your intuition is never wrong even if your father and i are like what is she doing Mm -hmm. it always ends up working out things always just end up falling out of the sky for you and they Uh always end up you just know yeah and i'm like i no uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I, was like, I, I know i don't know why or how but mm-hmm. it's just one of those things so i can't preach it at, i preach it i guess enough mm-hmm. to people like figure out your intuition and follow mm-hmm. it for mm-hmm. your life yeah. it will even if it doesn't make sense right now mm-hmm. it will eventually yes. and then when it eventually does make sense too you'll be like okay good yep. thing but mm-hmm. like i i always like my gut feeling has always been very very strong even if i'm like i say i lost something like I misplaced something in my house or wherever. I have this weird feeling internally. You know when you play that game like as a kid when you hide something from your friend that's called hot and cold? Yeah. So I'm getting hotter. Oh, you're getting colder. Like you're getting, you know. You feel that. I feel that internally. Like I can feel like an energy. Like I know it's in this pile of clothes and I will dig and like, I'm just like, wow. And and then I end up finding whatever I'm looking for in that specific area. I know exactly where it is. That's so cool. It's very weird. It drives me nuts. (laughs) But I know it's, it's very weird. Like I know it's not Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. So I just don't feel energetically drawn Mm -hmm, to that mm -hmm. area, but I know it's in this pile of clothes or it has to be in my closet or I see it visually like an image Mm-hmm. like a snapshot of it in yes. a bag or like specifically the way it's laying or whatever yes. it is. I just see the image in my head and it will drive me fucking crazy <laughs> until I find it. So... But I'm energetically like, I feel that uh-huh. warmth of, whoop, there it is. It's in there. It's got to be where I I literally follow an energy. I love that. Whatever. That it, is it's very so weird. cool. I don't know. Grandma's and yeah, yeah, yeah. Searching for things. <laughs> I know. Okay, well, let me share about yeah. my grandma's. Yeah, dude, let's get into that for sure. Unfortunately, my dad's mom, my grandma Pell, passed away about a month and a half ago mm-hmm. at the age of 90. She lived a very, very full life. Uh, she passed away peacefully. Mm-hmm. And it just, she died of old age. That's really, really, you know, what it was. I mean, she did have a lot of complications from her Parkinson's. Right. But... For the most part, it was old age. When mm-hmm. you're at 90, you got to just chalk it up to old age, you know. God bless her. That's crazy. So when my mom's mom, my grandma Torvel or grandma Donna passed away back in 2017, I started immediately sensing her and feeling mm-hmm. her and seeing all these crazy signs. We've talked about this yes. before. You know, there, there was that that pastry at Trader Joe's and there was all those crazy little instances. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and... Um, I never was really close with my grandparents because they never lived locally. Mm. I never met either of my grandfathers because my one passed away the year before I was born. Mm-hmm. And the other one had very, very severe Alzheimer's. And I just n- n- never met him. 
Mm-hmm. So I only ever knew my grandmothers. And again, I saw them once a year for like a little bit and that was it. So I was never very close with them. And I thought it was interesting that when I met Gina uh, back in January, she flat out said, your grandparents follow you everywhere because they were looking out for you. Like if something protected you and you felt like someone protected you like it's, it's them she goes it's not even just your grandma because this is before my grandma pell passed away she goes it's your grandfather right like the ones you never met like they they're watching out they're for you. watching out for you and she's like there's something about it i don't know what it is but like they are attracted to you and they want to protect you and i was like that's amazing uh and i think it goes into that whole idea of like an old soul and i've always felt like an old soul I'm like maybe yeah. because i'm surrounded by literal old souls <laughs> you know <laughs> and and why i've always been lucky yeah and why things have always fallen in my lap and i've always had a good intuition because i'm having old souls who are wise guiding me mm-hmm. and helping me and helping showing me the directions mm-hmm. so when my grandma pell passed away about a month and a half ago i'm not kidding you so two years ago, yeah, when my grandma Donna passed away, I felt her energy. Yeah. Um, very shortly, like shortly after she passed. Yeah. Probably I would say about a few days. I remember being in this apartment and being like, oh, she's here, you know. Right. right. And my psychic abilities and my tuition and my tuition, my intuition <laughs> wasn't as strong two years ago, but now it's very strong. The day she passed... I was literally sitting on this couch, just literally just sitting there watching TV. Mm-hmm. And then all of like, it was hours within hours. She passed away, I think at like seven in the morning. Right. And this was at maybe 10 a.m. And this was before you, after you got the call. After I got the call. Cause, okay. cause my, my, my dad called me at like 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. And cause we knew she was passing that week. Right. It was that kind right. of situation. So it was around 10 a.m. I'm just chilling. And all of a sudden I just go, oh, oh, hi, we're here. She was just in, she was just here. You just felt it. I just felt it. <gasps> and she was just here watching oh, me. Weird. And for the rest of the week, she wouldn't go away. Aww. I just felt it. Everything that I was doing, she was there. And mm-hmm. I could I could like sense her and feel her. Like for a moment, I could smell her. Oh, yeah. And all these VHSs that I have right here are all the VHSs of her that my dad sent me with time oh, codes for me to wow. convert to digital and edit and everything. Right. Oh, and that's sweet. Even that day, that came probably about, say, two two weeks later, the day that arrived, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, you're back. Oh, my God. And it's so interesting that I, all jokes aside, I felt like Whoopi Goldberg from Ghost mm-hmm. when all of a sudden she's, her, her, throughout the movie, her powers get stronger and stronger. And then mm-hmm. she can really just, okay, that person is here. That's what I feel like. But on that note, want to know something crazy. Yeah. About the fact that I just used Ghost as an example. Because that is one of my all-time favorite movie. Yeah. I quote it all the time. I talk about it on the podcast all the time. I always say, Molly, you and Danger Girl. Um, (laughs) You do. I do. Uh, On Memorial Day, my dad called me just to catch up. And, you know, we're just talking, shooting the shit. And we're talking about my grandma. And he's, like, sending me photos of when my grandma visited us in Hawaii. Because I was born there. And so, were you really? Yeah, I was born in Honolulu. That's Girl, why my, that's why my that. middle name is Kolani. Yeah. Oh, good. Lord. I know. You learn something new every I day. I thought you knew. I thought I everyone did not knew that. Know that. Yeah, I was born in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. We were there for two years. I don't remember anything, obviously. Right. And that was the only time my grandma had ever traveled outside of. I think she'd ever been the on mainland. a plane, oh. really, in her whole life, was to come visit us in Hawaii. And it was all these great photos of us together. My dad goes. 
you know what one of her favorite movies was, right? And I said, no. He goes, Ghost was one of her all-time favorite movies. Oh, I just got And I said, again. oh, it gets better. Ah. And so I didn't know that. She goes, yeah, she had like a funny um, love for movies where like the main man in the movie dies. You know, <laughs> like Patrick Swayze dies at the beginning of the movie. Right. You know? um, and so he goes... But you know, like when she saw it for the first time and loved it, right? I said, when he goes on the plane flight to Hawaii, they played Ghost. And that was the first time she was coming to see you after you were born. What? Oh my God. And I never knew that. I never knew that. For 29 years of my life, since I knew her. I mean, granted, when would that have come up in conversation? That grandma, my favorite movie is Ghost. Like, like, you know, it is not something you would. But to find that out is just. After she passed away. Yeah. Weird. And to have that feeling of it's almost as if she was doing it on purpose. Oh, wild! Like, oh, you... like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Whoopi Goldberg now, Sam. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna make you see me, I'm, and make you feel me. And and love it and laugh about it and everything. And what's great too is above my grandma's couch in her living room, she always had this uh, framed sign that said Pelissero, but. It was, it's this art and it's drawn and written. The letters are this like calligraphy that's all these Hawaiian birds and animals and stuff like that. It's yes. really beautiful. Oh, I have one of those. You do? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So she still had it hanging above her couch. And so my dad's shipping it to me. So now I'll have that forever and it's like the and i'm gonna keep it in the original like you know no offense tacky gold frame it's in but i want to keep it the way as authentic as it is yes yeah yeah oh my god i know but is that so crazy that is so weird and it's wild that i'm sitting here talking to you about this and you're telling me about this because in dylan and sam who did i play you played i know i know i know i know i know and that's so weird well, granted, that <laughs> Grandma Pell was based off of my Grandma Torvel. That's so. But funny. still, you still got the you still got right, the name. Right, but I think yeah, of that name yeah. and like we're talking about ghosts and we're talking yeah, about spirits. Yes. And it's like. Well, actually, one of what's really funny, a really oh, fun story, is Sam. originally when I was doing Dylan and Sam, the the, the old the old version, uh, when I would play when I played Grandma Pell, it got back to Grandma Pell that I was playing a character called Grandma Pell, and she was awful. She was, <laughs> she was like, "Oh, Sam's playing me like that," you know. And then and then <laughs> someone, I think it was my uncle John, was, "No, no, 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 he's he's playing Donna, like like that's Donna." He goes, "She goes, oh yeah, 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 okay, I get it now." Like because like my two grandmas like never I, they were they knew each other, but but like, they didn't really like well because my parents off. got divorced when I when I was four, mm-hmm. so they obviously knew each other because also they lived in the same town. Oh. Yeah, so like a picture of like a town of you know a few hundred people. Oh, but so it's funny how okay. my grandma, my grandma's like, like Sam's playing me all mean. Like, is that how he sees me? He's like, no, no, that's Donna. He's just like, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's wild. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how like we think like when our grand, especially grandparents, like they pass on and then yes, they uh-huh. you know like my grandfather visits me in my dreams. Wow, all the time. When did he pass away? Two thousand and. Ooh boy. Oh God. It's been almost 10 years. Okay. Now. Yeah. Okay. Like right around when I graduated high school or okay. I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so right, right around 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's wild because my by so my biological grandfather mm-hmm. was the musician and that's where I got the, mm-hmm. the music abilities from. But he and I never had a close relationship mm. because he got remarried before I was born that family that he was married into just kind of mm-hmm. scooped him up. 
So we never really saw him. I never got a close connection with him. I never got to play music with him. Wow. Nothing. So that's why I keep music involved in my life to keep that mm -hmm. legacy of him alive and mm -hmm. keep that through me. So I didn't realize that he was my biological grandfather. I thought the, the man that my grandmother married 38, you know, eight, 40 years ago was my biological grandfather. That's what I grew up with. Sam stuff right, right? now. Because <laughs> that's who I thought it was. I mean, was when you, you see your grandma married to somebody, yeah. you assume yeah. that. And you don't understand family trees and shit mm -hmm. until a certain age. So, mm -hmm. I, you know, I was always very close with him. When he passed, so my they were my grandma and my grandfather mm -hmm. were so cute partners, like mm -hmm. literally. Love that. And my grandma was like, when your poppy passed, like, you know, my life just went. That was it. Mm -hmm. And in the limo... At his view, at his funeral, when we were in the limo going through the grave yard to go get him buried, it was the wildest thing. I distinctly remember I'm facing my grandmother. So you're where my grandmother was sitting mm -hmm. across from me. She mm -hmm. looks out the window. She she's upset and she's singing. She looks so elegant and she wiped her tears and she looked out the window, kept wiping her tears. And when she looked back at me, she blinked and I swear to God, I see it in slow motion. My grandmother has brown eyes. My grandfather has blue eyes. My grandmother has very distinct brown eyes. She closes her eyes and she opens them. I see it in slow motion. There's And to this day, if you look at my grandmother's eyes, it is still there. There is a dark blue ring around the outside of her eyes. that was It was never there before. She's always had brown eyes. Dark, but We're Italian. She's got dark brown eyes. No one on that side of the family has blue eyes. Wow. Yeah. So wow. she blinked and it like, like in slow motion, it opened. And she looked at me and her eyes were glistening. And that's how I recognized the color. And I was, it shook me to my yes, core even yes, there. I was like, <gasps> yes, <gasps> yes. He literally like entered into yeah, her. Uh -huh. And like, that's where he lives. Uh -huh. <laughs> I feel like so like every time I look at her in her eyes and I see the dark blue ring, yeah. I'm like, it's still there. And then he visits me in my dreams a lot because he was six foot tall. Oh, yeah. I, you told me about him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like we, we lived, they lived in my house, mm -hmm. you know, until he, the end of his life before he went to the hospital mm -hmm. and he was 6'4", so his steps were like, boom, <laughs> boom, boom. And I'm like, oh my God. So, but if I'm in like my basement, if I was ever home alone, kind of like what you were saying, after like a week, you would hear her, you yes. would smell her. I would hear him in my basement because we had a full finished basement and his room was in the hallway right next to mine and you have to go down the hallway to get to my living room. I would hear, boom, 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 wow. boom. And then I'd hear his old AM radio throughout the house no. and it drove me nuts because I was like where is this noise coming uh -huh. from like where and no matter where I chased it throughout the house it would always end up transferring to a different room but I would hear it and I would even have friends over and be like tell me I'm crazy yes yeah, yeah, because yeah, 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 I don't yeah. know if I'm losing mm -hmm. it and my friends would be like no this is this is like it's happening it was very distinct I'd be home by myself like my mom and my stepdad were at work I was the only one home and I would distinctly hear because I would think someone came home because you would hear the front door open I, but whoa the front door was nowhere near the bedroom so and you have to go Fuck. in through the living room step down from the front door into the living room and step down from the hallway into the living room so it's you know what i mean so there was no way that's so crazy so that's i knew he was mm -hmm. still mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. and, and in dreams he'll visit and they say that that's how they visit you too is in your yeah. dreams and they mm -hmm. say like he'll come up to me and be like big and he'll surprise me and he'll be like no it's okay like and i'll give him a hug and i'll wake up in hysterics <sighs> But because I got to hug him and talk to him yeah. in my dream yeah. and be able to tell him what I want to tell him and mm -hmm. he gets to communicate with me and it's just like the weirdest. If anyone else experiences mm -hmm. this, please. <laughs> yeah, please let us know. 
shoot me a message. I'm on Instagram as it's me, Karina Lee, L-E-I-G-H. Shoot me a message. Shoot Sam a message. Mm-hmm. I want to hear more about yeah. like people's experiences with this because it's just. Because you and I are, are like the ook and spook king and queen over the here. Ooky spooky queens <laughs> and kings over here. Literally, like the weirdest <laughs> shit happens to me all the time. Like it's. It's it's wild, and I think that's what makes us both so interesting. We're not boring people because uh, we, you cannot make this shit us up. Us boring? <laughs> <laughs> Never. Never. I always like play with the idea of what would it be like if I had no personality? I'm like, it would be terrible. Who would I be? <laughs> Who would I be? Who would I be without being dramatic? <laughs> when, oh, yeah. So like, t- let's end the podcast on, on a note because I know I'm going to give a follow-up in the next episode. <laughs> Of Chicken Gate, I'm gonna call it Chicken Gate, <laughs> because so speaking of dramatics, today something happened, and I said I'm happy this happened because I missed some, I needed some drama, I missed some drama. So oh. the people that live in front of me, because I live in a carriage house, and so there was a front house, and I've never gotten along with them ever. They're very white trash. They're just not the best people. They do not take care of the property. It's just sad. So the other day they have the staircase. Yeah, they're mean. They're like not nice. They're just, I mean, they're, they're just not adorable people. And so the other day, they have this wooden staircase that goes from, like, the second floor to their patio. It's very bizarre. And they knocked off the steps in the bottom, so you can't climb it anymore. And they started to build, like, a wall and all of this. What What, what is that steel stuff? What is that called? It's like, like, like the chain link base or the, the, the yeah. Ch- yeah, chain link. Yeah. Chain link. It's like a chicken. It's, well, yeah. So they built a chicken coop. So they built a chick, a, a makeshift chicken coop out the of the, the space underneath the stairs. And it's just cement. There's no sunlight that, that ever reaches there. And all of a sudden I walk outside today and there's five big ass hens just chilling <laughs> underneath the stairs. And I immediately thought I'm Googling Long Branch, New Jersey chicken law and and and, i mean that's basically what i think and i found the monmouth (laughs) county page of like what by town how many chickens you can have per feet and you need five thousand feet per five chickens so then it's like so basically you need a thousand feet of room per chicken that is not even like that's like five feet that's not five thousand feet so i'm gonna talk to them i'm gonna Knock, knock. Hi, and there's me. no, there's no sunlight because your house blocks the sun. Exactly. So I do not feel comfortable not saying anything about these chickens because I feel terrible that these chickens are co- literally cooped we, up. No we, pun intended, but no. pun intended, cooped up underneath the stairs like Harry Potter. What is happening? What is happening? We went for Italian ice before this, and we walked back, and we noticed the one poor little chicken. There's a sliver of light. Oh my he god! Yeah, he was just sitting there. Oh my god! And his little head was just. Chilling, oh. and the other ones were just in the shade. But like they, all, they found one patch of light, and he was just chilling. That was all he could get a hold of. That was the oh. only light that was shining into this little chicken coop. Poor. I felt so bad, poor little thing. I know. Well, What's I hope that? something happens when we, you call them. Well, I'm go- I'm gonna go to the neighbor tomorrow and say, like, do you plan on extending that? Do you plan on putting grass in there? Do you like, plan on putting like a light in there? For them? Like saying. something. Like, and also, not then, to be like the chicken police, but like, but, but to be the chicken police, <laughs> but to be the damn chicken police. And then like, I'm gonna go to my landlord, who's a huge animal activist. It's like him and his wife fostered animals and dogs all the time, right. and I'm gonna say. Hi, uh, chicken police here. Did you know that there are five hens chilling underneath the stairwell? And then if that doesn't go so well, I'm calling animal control because that is not, that is not not it. That is not cool. You can't just shove animals in space. There's no like base. There's no. There's no hay. I'm like, I'm like, so what? Do you want them to lay eggs on the cement? Because that's going to go really well. That's going to go great. There's nothing there for them to, 
to work off of. <laughs> and sleep. I'm like, this is so sad. Yeah, it's hard cement. That can't be comfortable. I should just set them free tonight. Could <laughs> 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 you imagine? <laughs> Wait, Sarah, that's a mission we're going to break into the chicken coop. <laughs> well, next time, I will give an update on Chicken Gate 2020. Chicken Gate 2020. Can this year get any more wild? I know. Oh, my God. Well, legit. on that note... <laughs> Thank you for uh, listening to to today's episode of the podcast. I am your host, Sam Palacero. You can follow me at Sam Palacero on Instagram and at Shmi Podcast. Thank you, Karina, so much for coming on. Thank you, Sam. Plug all the things. So, okay. So, my name is Karina. You can follow me on Instagram at It's Me, Karina Lee. So, Karina is C-A-R-I-N-A-L-E-I-G-H. It's Me, Karina Lee. You can follow me on Instagram, and you can also go to my website and book me for things now that we are so it's socially acceptable to be in the same space. Exactly. At KarinaLee.com. Perfect. And, yeah. Thank you for having me, Sam. Of course. You're always welcome. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank you for updating the spiritual oh, of course. world. T- I can't I guess I can't make this shit up. Anytime. Every time I see you, it's something different. It's always. Well, guys, have an amazing week. Stay uh, safe. Yes. Please. Please wear your masks. I don't care what anyone else says. Wear your fucking masks. We don't need round two. Please. Thank you. Yes. Good lord. And um have a wonderful night, a morning, wonderful whenever night. listening to this, guys. I will catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.